I don't know why I like it. I just do. Hello and welcome to part two of the PGOACA Blast Away the Winter Blues, where half of the pop gays have told us about their fave uplifting bops and bangers from the 80s, 90s, noughties and now. Now we're going to hear from the remaining three pop gays. So, pour yourself a big, tall, cold glass of umbongo. Do you know, <laughs> incidentally, that they drink that in the Congo? Did you? Yeah, they do, yeah. Anyway, let's crack up. Just to let you know, before we go into part two, that you can find us on X at PopGaze, Instagram, PGOACA2023, Facebook at PopGaze of a Certain Age, Threads, PGOACA2023threads.net, email, PGOACA at Outlook.com, oh, and all that kind of shenanigans. So, here I am in my crib. Sitting by the fireplace, drinking cocoa on the basking rug. The doorbell rings. Who could it be? Thought to myself that started to shrug. Go to the door. Ding dong. Who is it? Why? It's Storm Graham paying me a visit. <laughs> I have no idea what that's from. But what in here is it from? Oh, all will be revealed at the end. And you oh. go, wow, I forgot about that song. Are they all going to be linked together or are they all individuals? No, that was just a one-off love. Oh. It's just something. How exciting. I'm buzzing. Is Storm Graham one of these ones that's kind of quite nice, not too bad, doesn't disrupt people too much, or does it annihilate entire towns? It scoops up your fencing and hurls it across the road into a disabled hedgehog sanctuary. And then you end up with a trampoline in your garden yes. from like five doors down. And then it gives you a good blow. <laughs> Ruins you. Yeah. The thing is, there was a cyclone, Graham. Was there? It was in Australia back in 2002. Wow. I love how Jason knows all this stuff. Yeah, can't say Google, like. So, tell us about your 80s banger choice. Okay, so for my 80s track, I mean, I could have chosen any number of songs from back in the day, but something very strange about the 80s, I feel, is, is that, and I actually wrote this word down, a strange dichotomy. Use that in a sentence today. The 80s were all about either really, really uplifting pop tunes or songs that terrified the living daylights out of you from 99 Red Balloons. Two Tribes was another one. Oh, yes. So they either cheered you up or depressed you because you thought it was going to be the end of the world in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, and can left you scarred for life. Such was the 80s. Um, but like Jason, I have opted for a Whitney Houston track. Oh. Um, and that's because, for me at least, the Whitney albums, or album number two, was her in a, like a proper imperial phase. Mm. And yeah, there was kind of some ballads on that album, but there was at least three bangers on that album. And there was a fourth that wasn't a single and probably should have been. But, and I did think about I Wanna Dance With Somebody, but in the end I opted for what I think is its slightly dirtier little sister. Oh. And that is called So Emotional. Oh. So specifically, I'm talking about the single remix, which I believe was done by Shep Pettibone. And a bit like Jason's 12-inch of I Want to Dance with Somebody, which is amazing, so is this remix of So Emotional. The extended remix, I think, is one of the greatest remixes of the 1980s. And it's probably either this or Five Stars, the slightest touch remix by Shep Pettibone, which wins the award for the best Shep Pettibone remix. Say that name again. Shep. 
Eighty points. <laughs> I didn't mean to do them. I love knowing it, it was like a pop, and I loved it. Anyway, did you know that there's a mashup of So Emotional with Acceptable in the 80s by Calvin Oh, Marcus? no way. Because there is. And funny enough, it's called So Emotional in the 80s. Well, oh. I can understand. I, I like the bit in that where she goes, and when you're talking, I just watch your mouth. I just watch your mouth. <laughs> I just watch your mouth. Yeah. I yeah. can't think of that song now without thinking of Sasha Valua. Just absolutely oh, annihilating yeah. Yeah. Clay. I can't. It's, it's one of those that I've always loved the song, but I think it was a very smart move to kind of like choose that as one of the lip sync songs. Because it's not necessarily the one that you would think that you would choose for for that mm. program, especially for the finale. Because everyone just assumed Shea Coulee was just going to completely trash Sasha. And she just completely just went, I don't think so. I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> she was bald. I think I want to dance with somebody, virgin, hymen intact, mm-hmm. <laughs> so emotional. Deflowered. Go to these places. It is so weird. It's the truth. I want to dance with somebody who's quite wholesome. It Emotional is. is a bit dirty. Yeah. You could have at least chose a, an asshole getting pummeled or something. What? <laughs> Hyman. What? It's just a talk about women's bits. It was the first thing that came to mind. Something wrong with the female body. Pummeling an asshole. Um, <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on because yes, I don't, shall I don't, we? I don't want to. Can I put in a really bad dad joke there? Go for it. Yeah, but it's just when you used the word dichotomy earlier, oh, all, yes. all, all, all I could think of was Paul Burrell when he was kind of stealing stuff. Because mm-hmm. no, dichotomy. Um, because oh. dichotomy. Dad joke, tumbleweed. You've had better ones, Jason, to be honest with you. I have. It's not fun to laugh when you've got a cough. So, <laughs> Jason. Yeah. Uh, good 80s choice. Thank there. you. What about your 90s choice? Okay, so for my 90s and my noughties choices, I'm skirting ever so closely to almost cheating, kind of, because mm-hmm. my 90s choice is from 1999 and my noughties choice is from 2000. So the two songs are only a year apart but for my 90s track i'm going for a song by celine dion oh so when did she come on the uk scene i guess it was 93 was 93 yeah about that around about that so by the time she had this record out in 1999 she'd only been around about for five years or so and she must have been about since about 30 years since then it's just crazy how fast time is going by. Mm. And she had three big albums by that point, and she was really, really well known for, like, ballads. Yeah. Either down-tempo ballads or big, gigantic power ballads. That's what she was known for. And then when she got to 1999, to she released a greatest hits album called All The Way. A decade of song. Oh, oh nice. And she released this lovely little song to promote it. And lo and behold, it wasn't this ballad. It was this kind of bouncy, mm. upbeat, jaunty thing from Max Martin. And it still puts a lovely big smile on my face today whenever I hear it. Uh, you probably know the song already. It's called That's the Way It Is. When you want it the most. If you oh, want yeah. it most, there's no easy way out, and that's the way it is. It's quite different from the Mel and Kim song with the same name. It is. <laughs> um, and I wouldn't say it was a full-on banger, but it was up-tempo for Celine Dion. 
Yes, and, mm. and it was just nice and uplifting. Um, and one of the music critics at Billboard magazine said about the song, it's a joyful ode to holding the faith, but allowing love to take its course when it's ready. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, no. that's yeah. just, it is. Yeah. Yes. And um, I don't think Max Martin's written a crap song. Or produced a crap track. No, I don't think he has either. Yeah, he sprinkles his stardust on everything. Well, do we know how Celine is at the moment? She's not doing too well. Is she not? No. I think his sister had said something like she's actually not got control of her body at the moment. Uh, They don't think she's ever going to gain it. Oh. So it's, it's genuinely really, really it's a sad. sad. Yeah, oh, we would not gonna make a joke. No, we never would. No, no, no. Nope. nothing but love, love and love and love, love and positivity. Yeah. She seems to like this song. She's recorded it a couple of times, or she's she's performed it a couple of times rather on her tour. And apparently, she did it on the set lists for the second big Vegas show that she did at the Coliseum, which was actually the show that I saw her perform in Vegas. Oh. And I don't remember her singing it, but that's. No surprise, because I literally cried through that whole Oh, well, there's a shocker. Such an emotional Graham. Literally, was like hoses attached oh, to my God. eyes. Like a cartoon. Yes, it was, <laughs> it was bonkers. I just, like, started and couldn't stop. The waterworks section. Whenever I'd seen videos of her, she's very energetic all mm. the way through. Like, she's, you could tell that she absolutely loved doing live shows. Yeah. It wasn't a chore for her. Don't rule it out. She could well no, I know, battle but... back from this. You never know. I hope so. But I mean, in terms of because she's done the Vegas residencies, she's done like massive shows. For I think she was the one that she had uh, Cirque du Soleil. Mm. She she'd hired a cast of Cirque du Soleil to be mm. part of one of the tours that she did, and I was like, "What a smart move, lady!" Yeah, I've seen her quite a few times, like back in the nineties, up to the. Like, I saw her when, like, the first albums were coming out. It would have just been Colour of My Love, that album, 92, 93, and then I saw you know, up to Taking Chances. Did she come in and go, Hello, c'est moi, Celine Dion? <laughs> Did she do that? No, she done. <laughs> She'll complete to le monde, to be complete merci. Oh, oh so French. Yeah, it's great. Oh, she's great. Yeah, thanks a lot. I was just going to say it. <laughs> But if you, if you think about when she was doing Eurovision, even from that early point, the power of the motion, just holding it, and you just knew, before even any of the points came in, you knew that she won it. Okay, thank you for that, Chai. Yeah. So, we're up to the noughties. Yes, so from a naughty track, like Tim, I thought I would change my choice Ooh. right at the last minute. So I've decided to go for S Club 7 and Reach. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> oh, there would have been a there would have been a homosexual catastrophe if that had been the case. I just thought I would throw that in there at the last minute just to get you going. I would have come and stabbed you hard by twenty two inches. Oh, now you're talking. I was going to say, my God, that's so Alexis and Crystal Carrington. Oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. S-Club 7 and Reach is not my choice. Uh, my my notice choice was released almost a year later. I think it's actually a year and a week later than Celine Dion. Came out on the 6th of November 2000. And this was the second single from a girl band that were launched as the supposed next big girl group earlier on that year. And they were actually put together by Simon Fuller, who, of course, did put S Club 7 together. They were signed to BMG in 1999 and it was barely a year later that they were dropped. So this was not a great success story for this band. This is Girl Thing. Oh! And the song is Girls on Top. Like it, like it. Oh, mm. see, I loved the leading single. I liked the second one. No, that's the second one, isn't it? This is the second yes. one. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, hooray. Because kind of, I'm the same. I didn't really love the first track. Oh, I loved it. I had it on mm. single. I wonder if I've still got it. I loved it. It was a rip-off of Wannabe. It was... It was... No, it was brilliant. And if I remember rightly, it was out the same week as Kylie spinning around was out. What, the first single? Yes. Last One Standing was out the same week that Spinning Around was out. And I remember the papers tried to manufacture this big chart battle that Girl Thing would stop Kylie's big comeback. And of course... No, absolutely not. That was never going to happen. But As I if. still remember, I remember the video because they were in a church, like they were trying mm. to stop someone's wedding, like don't be a stupid idiot getting married to this baboon. Um, and one of them, who was very pretty, was, I don't know if she was married to or she was with one of them from Westlife. Mm. She's still married. The, the attractive one from Westlife. And then the, there was one with bright pink hair who I think went into children's presenting, but I don't know if that lasted very long for her. Yeah. The one that I didn't really, not that I didn't like her, she was the sporty spice. So I get where the whole Spice Girls came from. It. She was the sporty spice one that had like the plaited pigtails in that mm. video. She looked a bit evil, that kind of steer. But I did, I did like both songs and I really liked the second one. Well, Girls on Top is like a completely different song to the first one. And yeah. then there was yes. a third song that was going to happen, which was completely different again. Mm. But this was the one in the video where the video starts like them out of Charlie's Angels. Yes. Yes. Instead of holding guns and doing karate chops, they're spraying perfume on themselves, holding lipsticks and hair dryers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stereotypical as that. Yes. That is a fantastically camp video, um, a fantastically yes. camp song. Yes. Disco, you've got your woo woos, you've got your hand claps, choreography. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it goes all yes. that, all sorts of stuff. But it bombed, didn't it? Well, it, I don't know whether it bombed, bombed, but it wasn't. I don't know whether it was a top ten. Mm. Um, and I think this kind of sealed their fate that the second track didn't do very well. Yeah, because um, there was going to be an album. Oh, um, yeah, there is an album. There is an the, album. There is yeah. an album indeed. It's on streaming, but at the oh. time it was only released in Japan. I believe. Oh, it's not that great. Um, Didn't they co-write Pure and Simple? Well, I don't know whether they wrote it, but Pure and Simple, they did record it before Hearsay recorded it, and it is on the album. They were brought back for the second series of that Bands Reunited, weren't they? And did they all come back? Yeah, they did. And there was some story about Pure and Simple about... They'd recorded it for their album. Obviously, the album was shelved. And then the next thing, the, the obviously, they got dumped by the record mm. company. The next thing they knew was hearing it on the radio by hearsay. See, that must have been awful. That would have, that would have been like a proper punch in Fanny, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, it a would. proper punch in the fanny. Yes, Why indeed. are you always going to talk about women's bits, Paul? Why can I'm you say take... punch in the anus? <laughs> I'll take a little leaf out of your book. <laughs> there, there was supposedly a, a third single, and it was going to be called So You Want to Have Sex. Oh. And it, eventually it was leaked years and years and years later. And let's just say it's a good job it didn't get released because it was bloody off. Oh, what a shame. But the thing is, I, do you know what I find interesting about this second single, though? is no one had any solo lyrics. No. Because if you listen to the first one, last one, standing, they all have maybe one or two lines to sing. But in Girls on Top, none of them actually have it. It's all just harmonies all the way through. All the way through. Mm. There you go. Okay, good Good. choice. I love that Good stuff. What is your now choice? So for my now choice, and I'm, I'm proving yet again that I don't only like songs that were out in the 80s and the 90s, and I'm only going back in time to November 2020. So this song is barely three years old. Oh, well done. And it's one of those songs that I discovered and kind of kind of quickly fell in love with without really knowing anything about the artist or... And to be fair, I don't really know anything what they've done since, to be honest. Uh, and so this is a track by Joe Stone. Silence. Nobody's ever heard of Joe Stone. No, I have, I have, I have. What's the song? What's the song? So the song with a featured vocalist called Ali Brooke, and this is called Feeling Dynamite.
I've heard of Joe Stone. This is ringing bells, G. This is ringing bells. And I don't know... I might know another song. It turns out that Ali Brooke, and I didn't know this until literally this morning, is that she used to be in Fifth Harmony. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like the the vocals on this song, Feeling Dynamite, sound quite different to her usual vocal delivery. So this Mm. DJ dude has done something to her voice so she doesn't really sound like herself. But it's basically this song. It goes on for two and a half minutes. It slaps you about the face and it goes, you will cheer up. I've just checked it out. It's quite Mm. cute. I like it. It's got a nice little beat to it. Mm It does, yeah. It's a bit sort of retro 80s. Yes, yeah. I thought you said Joe Stone at first, and I was like, mm. oh, no. And, and kind of Joe Stone, I'm trying to describe what he's kind of like. It, well, apparently his real name is Maurice Oud Boink. Oh, I love that. Like, why did he get rid of that? You know, I kept that name. Oh, it's very Dutch, isn't it? Oh, I love that. And I kind of saw this picture of him, and I thought, okay, kind of Calvin Harris looking. Nice. Not, not quite as hot, okay. obviously, right, because, okay. you, you mean, Calvin Harris is, is just fair. super duper hot. And Scottish. Indeed he is, because he comes from Dumfries, of all places. I wonder if he's still got a Scottish accent or whether he's all American. Oh, I hope he has. They'll have gone all she knows it. That is a good one. Because I'm going to say this. People who listen to this podcast then go and listen to the music that we talk about. And they go, they go. I did not know about that song. No. And, and I'm very thankful that I do now. Thank you very much. So, yes, you can thank us later. Yeah. Um, good choices, Jim. Very good choices. Oh, I know. I think we should do some more followers' choices, because we've got a lot to get There's loads. Okay. So, I'm going to go with Matthew Strong, and his 80s track is Gloria Restefan, Get On Your Feet. Love. Do- Very good. I think he's been a bit cheeky. I think he's tried to put another one in there. He's put <laughs> Patti LaBelle, Stir It Up. I don't know that one. I don't know that one, but I do love a bit of Patti. I think he's mixed them all together, to be honest. And we've got Jesse Ware, Free Yourself, and then we've got Pointer Sisters, Neutron Dance. So that that's Matthew Strong. Well, thanks, Matthew. Who wants to go next? I'll do Tony, because he has been cheeky, and uh, chose <laughs> the next ones, and I like him, because he's cheeky. So his 80s one is Jane Wheel Dlin, Rush Hour. Is that... Yeah, I didn't know that's what she was called. Uh, 90s is Amy Grant, Baby Baby. Oh. oh. Um, noughties is Rihanna, Don't Stop the Music. Good. Mm-hmm. And now is Kylie, Vegas High. And then he's put, can I have more than one choice? And then he just decided to <laughs> tell us anyway. So he's done <laughs> Belinda, Evan is a Place on Earth. Mm-hmm. Corona, Rhythm. <laughs> he's just using minimal words. <laughs> rhythm is a dancer. Um, no, that's Rhythm of the Night. Rhythm of the oh, night. Rhythm of the, of the Night. night. Yeah. Sorry. And then Kylie, the one, which I support. And then Kylie again, Padam. He's a bit of a Kylie. And then he's put, and also, as we are having the upcoming Glorious, <laughs> the ultimate collection, I think we need a PGOACA Bananarama episode. Ooh. So, Bananarama, if you are listening, which we'll tag you in this anyway. Come and join us for it when we talk about your yeah, TFAs. Totally. Mm, okay. Who would like to do Martin's choices? I'll do Martin's. So this is, I can't read your Twitter handle. It's at MJM Boom Boom. So here's, here are my four songs to blast away the winter blues. 80s Madonna, Gambler. Good Ooh. choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, I'm sold to this. Kylie... What kind of fool for the nineties? Oh, and then the noughties of Scissor Sisters, filthy, gorgeous, love. And then the recent friend of the podcast we've had on, Mister Tom Aspel, kiss it. Don't know him. Good choices. I'll check it out. Mm. We'll do one more. Who would like to do Cameron? Oh, who's yeah. doing Cameron? I'll do Cameron. Oh, and you go. He's, he's been very cheeky as well. He's put a load. Oh. Oh, I take the first load in game, you can take the second sure. one. Sandwich in between the Scots, love Absolutely. It. So, Cameron, a.k.a. Name I'm Ron. Well, I can't remember which movie that's from. Okay, so for 80s, he's got Pet Shop Boys, Always On My Mind. Love it. Good. For the 90s, St. Etienne, he's on the phone for the Motivated Remix. Mm. For the noughties, he has Beyonce and Shakira, Beautiful Liar, which is a Freemasons remix. Love it. Now he has Mind Enterprises, the clapping song, but it's the Kung's remix. I don't know. Is the clapping song three six nine? Oh, it might be three six nine. Is that is that the clapping song, or is the clapping song the clap clap song where it goes 
na 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 He's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. No. I'm definitely not that. <laughs> so, yeah, so Cameron's gone on and said, well, if Tony can do a second, then so shall I. This is the thing. Naughty Tony. One person breaks rules, everybody yep. breaks the rules, and before you know it, it's carnage. Uh, mm. 80s Donna Summer, this time I know it's for real. Right, we'll let you off because that's yes. a great choice. Yep. 90s Nicky French, Total Eclipse of the Heart, which is really enjoy it. Mm. a great choice. Naughty's <laughs> um, The Star Pilots in the Heat of the Night. In the Heat of the Night. Is that, how is that Yeah. Goes? I think it's one. It was one of those dance tracks that just reads the one sentence from a song. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to sing it again. Do just so we can maybe try and guess it. In the heat of the night, dun, 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 dun. that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> go like again. <laughs> um, and then his no choice is purple disco machine and uh, dished in brackets male stripper. Yeah, so I love this. It's the... Oh, okay. Oh, I like that oh, it, it doesn't do the male stripper part. It just is... It's hot. It's, yeah, oh my God, it's so filthy though. Oh, mm. good choices, lovely, lovely followers. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get back to the OG pop gays and let's go over to our next pop gay who, if he was a storm, he would just be a... Sexy, gorgeous, tropical storm of love. It's me. Wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> like a beige oval. Oh, how rude. So, yes, mate, it's my turn. It's my turn. Oh, how exciting. What's your 80s? Right, so for my 80s choice, I'm going with a song that by an artist that people probably have no idea who she is. But the track was featured in one of my all-time favourite 80s films, Mannequin. Um, which, if you remember the film about Mannequin, is all about a Egyptian princess who gets cursed to become a statue, uh, and for some reason ends up as a shop window mannequin in downtown America, and comes alive at night, and falls in love with a window dresser played by Andrew McCarthy, who is the uh, heartthrob of all 80s films. Um, so this track is featured in kind of like a dance segment of the film, where um, they are alone at night, she's become the real person who incidentally is played by kim cattrall from sex in the city and they do this kind of like dance montage where they're all wearing different outfits so this t- this song is called it's by alicia who people will have never heard of but it's called do you dream about me Which is 80s condensed into a song. Mm-hmm. You've got your synths, you've got your brass. I just love it. It's kind of like a cheesy 80s pop song yeah. from from a cheesy 80s film. I've never actually mm-hmm. seen Mannequin. <gasps> I, know, I know, it's terrible of me, I know. But I think, it, I think it's one of those things, if you've not seen it when you should have seen it, you probably shouldn't see no, it. No, you should. Do you know what I mean? You should. Oh, I think you should still see it. Oh, yeah, okay. You still see it. Okay, I'll give it a. I'll give it a whirl, Pearl. You should still see. It. Don't, um, watch, don't watch Mannequin Two though, because that's no. rubbish. Mannequin Two, oh. Mannequin on the Move. No, I didn't even know there was a second. There one. is. Yeah, oh. it's not good with none of the. I think it's got Hollywood in it. Hollywood. And it's yeah. funny because the only song that you ever really think about with Mannequin is Starships. Never gonna, stop, gonna stop us now. So, it's actually quite cool to know that there's other songs that did. Did it get released? It was released as a single. It was on the the soundtrack of the of the film. The film. Mm-hmm. It was also within her own album. I did a couple of years ago. Going find the album. It's very poppy. It's very eighties. Cool. It's just beating. Cool. Makes you happy. Yeah. It's awesome. nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that is so that is my eighties. Love that. Right, my 90s choice is from... It's a little bit of a sad story. So oh. uh, my 90s choice is from... Um, she She was in a, uh, a duo with her sister. 
uh, back in the eight, sort of like late 80s, early 90s. And sadly, her sister um, died of, of cancer. Um, but her sister, Kim Appleby, went on to kind of have a bit of a solo career. And the track that I've chosen for my 90s choice is from her debut solo album from 1990. And it was the first single that she released since the death of, of mm. Mel. And it's all about sort of getting over being heartbroken. Um, at the time, she was going out with Craig Logan, Ooh. who was the ex-bassist from Bross. She was. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so my 90s choice is basically, if you don't feel optimistic after listening to this, then you're, you're yeah. literally dead inside. Mm. It is. It's Don't Worry. Oh my god! Like I have to tell this story. Yeah, mm. like this takes me back. Now, okay, the signs were there. That's Picture all I'm this. saying. The signs <laughs> were there. So, when me, my mum, and brother lived alone, there was an yes. old lady over roads on my yes. and she'd let you dress up in her clothes. <laughs> 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 and we got to know her and her family. Anyway, so me and my brother done a little dance routine, a little show to this song with the vinyl, Kim Affleby, Don't Worry. And we dressed up and everything. Oh my God. Please tell me there is video evidence of this. Is your brother gay as well, Tim? No, he's not. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, is this the hot one? Oh, he's very handsome, your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was your brother... Mel or Kim? Yeah. Oh, no. Was this Don't Worry You Dance To? Don't Worry We Dance To. Yeah. So I would have been like 14, 15 at the time, and John, my brother, would have been uh, 11 or so. 10, 11. This so makes sense. Did you dress as Kim Appleby, Tim? I dressed up, yes. And I think it probably was a little dress. So did you... Wait, did you perform for... The woman that you got to know. Or yes, you... we did. The woman and her family in her clothes. In <laughs> in <laughs> in her old lady clothes. In her front room. Oh my god, she she basically groomed you to be like yes, she did. little dancing boys. Oh my god, granny groomer. And then um <laughs> we were sold to the white slave trade. <laughs> the family enjoyed it so much. They took me and my brother and the old lady to a panto. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Where you performed it on stage? No, no, we didn't. What okay. a story! Sorry, like I, but like that song will always take me back to that moment in my life. Um, that song is, I think it's brilliant actually. Mm. And do you know what? I, when you do think about it her you get over something like that because if she's if she was in a, a group with her sister who's obviously mm-hmm. she was super close to to lose that person in your life and to still try and go on and and do the thing that you loved must have been really really ridiculously hard but i'm really glad that she did and i bet i bet um a sister would have been like yeah you, you need to keep going because this is what you're meant to do so do i it. think the the, mm-hmm. the kind of sort of history was it that these those songs that were on her solo album would have been the next Mel and Kim album. Oh, well, I'm really glad she released it then. From the album there was Don't Worry. GLAD. GLAD. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And Mama, I think, Mama. Was, was, yeah. And I think there was a couple of others that didn't go as... as yeah, as, as if happy. he cared was a nice one. Yes. Really good choice, Lee. Thank mm. you. Um, my naughty's choice, I'm, I get, I'm bending the rules because it's the first one and I can do what I want. Um, so I've not gone for a single song by this particular group. I've gone for a mega mix. <gasps> <And> this, 
is well, this was their greatest hits mega mix from the B side or whatever of of a of a single called "What Are You Waiting For?" So it's by the Saturdays. Yes, um, very underrated girl group, very underrated yeah. girl group, and this was taken. So they had their first compilation album was called "The Finest Selection," the greatest hits, and they released from it the one single called "What Are You Waiting For," which again is a good song in itself. It was co-written by Aminike. But it is the Saturday's greatest hits mega mix. which is about eight minutes of all their hits. Not overly keen on Sean Paul, but he's in there going, bram, 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 sad ears, in that <laughs> voice that he does. Um, and he's, you know, his, his voice. Not, not, just a, <laughs> not just a made-up voice. His and Flo voice. Rider. Yeah, if you're getting ready for a night out and you want to kind of... Do you know what? That's a good show. Mm. Mm. That is a good show. It is definitely a good getting-ready song to put on. Because, and you're right, I think... It's weird how we said that they were underrated, but they did kind of well. But yeah. it feels like they should have done either more or they should have had more opportunities. Do you know what make my bottom tingle out of control with joy? Like a big it's flower, it, like. Like a big flower, just mm. blooming open. Is yeah. it like a prolapse? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> not like a prolapse. That's not a nice thing. Um... <laughs> Um, like a like a beautiful rose opening would be for the Saturdays to be the support act for Girls Allowed. Ooh, oh. yeah. So I've got tickets. I'll have you know for Girls Allowed. That would be really cool if they did get back together. Mm. I, I just think I just think they need to do it. I think stop stop being this. Oh, we're just doing like individual stuff and blah blah blah. Congratulations, you can still do that. Mm-hmm. We'll get back together and make the music that the rest of us want. Thank you very much. I think they were unusual in the fact that typically girl groups tend to have a period of time where they don't like each other and they fall out yeah. with each other. But the Saturday seemed to kind of just like each other, yeah. have a good time. And then they were like, it's time to have babies. It's time yeah. to go and do other things. Absolutely. Adios, the f- I, I actually thought they would have been great for Univision. Yeah. yeah. Because of the vocal harmonies. Yeah. I, and I remember seeing them at Birmingham Pride. And they were absolutely fab, yeah. Yeah. So that is my naughty's choice. And my choice. My now choice is from uh, 2023. And this is from an artist who I would desperately love to have on the podcast. So if you're listening, lady, then come on the <laughs> podcast because I have messaged you. So she's a bit of a pop gaze favorite. It's Bonnie McKee. Yes. And um, the track, so people who don't know about Bonnie McKee is that she was originally, she was a singer-songwriter in her own right, uh, early noughties, released some stuff. It didn't do as well as the record company wanted, so they dropped her. She kind of abandoned being an artist herself and wrote so many hit songs for people like Katy Perry, Britney Spears, Kesha, Cher, Christina Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson, Adam Lambert. She, you know, you literally wrote hits for everybody now last year she kind of was like do you know what i want to put out the stuff that i recorded mm-hmm. and the track that i'm choosing from her is slay because it's awesome
It is awesome. Again, it's like an 80s film soundtrack squished into a pop song. And the video is awesome because it's like a bit Red Sonia. It's a bit She-Ra. She-Ra. It's a bit all those things. She does amazing videos. She's had a couple of singles out last year, waiting for the album to come out. Hopefully, it's It's coming. It's coming. Mm Mm-hmm. She's a bona fide bisexual, so she's, oh. she's, she she likes the ladies and she likes the men, um, and she doesn't care who knows. So, yeah, she's awesome. I love that. And I wanted to come on the podcast because I think she'd be funny. I think she was very clever because I didn't know who you was on about until you started to tell the story, and I was like, oh, I've, I've followed lots of her chatting on TikTok, so she must have talked to TikTok, which was very clever because it's the biggest app going at the moment, and she just did like a couple of videos and then then people started going oh aren't you the one that so then she started responding and saying yep and this is what happened to me mm-hmm. and she started telling a whole story how she's reclaiming everything and how she's really going for it and i, and I think do you know what you got us behind your bitch the pop gears are here for you i'm gonna yep. support you every single step of yep. the way she had me at that rome bustier in the video with the horns i was like go you Hot City's amazing. Don't get mad. Yes. Get Famous is amazing, even though it's yes. all over a minute and a half. Yeah. It's amazing. She's we amazing. We yes. stand her. So we, she will, we will find her. We will track her down. <laughs> by hook or by crook, she's coming on this bloody show. Knocking her door. So those are my choices. Excellent you choices. Oh, welcome. We've got one last pop gay. One last pop gay. Oh, he is... Me. He is the... Storm of the century. Ooh, <laughs> there's no no bush left up and turned when he's around. It's Storm Paul. I don't know. My my bush needs treating a little bit at the moment. To be fair, let's hear your eighties choice, and you take as long as you want, babes. So well, I actually think my choices are either going to be hits or misses for everyone. You're either going to love them or you're not, which is totally fine. I don't care because I love them. So my first choice, the year is 1980, so we just got into it. It's an anti-war song which addresses the atomic bottom... Uh, bomb, bottom? Well, the atomic, atomic bottom. bottom? Yeah, the atomic bottom. Is that, that you? Is known as Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's kind of disrespectful, isn't it? Uh, the at- atomic bombing of Hiroshima, which you kind of think to yourself, how can there be like a banging track about something so terrible? Well, let me tell you. Um, it is from the second album, Organization, and my first choice is from the Masters of the Synthesized Melody, Orchestral Maneuvers, in the dark, known as OMD, and the song is Enola Gay. That's a good choice. So, was Enola Gay the bomb with the name the of plane. the bomb? The, yeah, the, plane. The, the, the plane that was oh. um, flying over. The plane, the plane. Um, nice. Which I never really knew about until... Because they were on, like, let's say, telly because they were doing some tour or whatever a few years back. And they mentioned it, and I was like, I would have never, ever in a million years known that's what the song was about no i did I, no i didn't no it's so uplifting it's so as soon as it comes on i'm just kind of like oh my god it makes me dead excited and then it makes me want to like do you, do you know why like, kids get really excited and they go watch me watch me and they just like run around in a circle that's what mm-hmm. it makes me want to do just okay. run around in a circle okay <laughs> yeah dead okay. fast that is i mean it is weird that it's a tempo pop song yeah. about nuclear war but but it's like what Graham said before. Either your songs were like massively uplifting or they mm-hmm. were tragically depressing. But this one is massively uplifting about a tragically depressing theme. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of went, let's do this. And then let's run around in a circle dead fast. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. do you know Ian McCluskey? Yes. Who is one half of the duo, put together Atomic Kitten. No, oh, we're no. kidding on. He did. Just- kidding. Mm-hmm. And manage them. He he auditioned for the because they're from Liverpool. And yeah, so he, so the first incarnation, which was I want to say Heidi was in it from the Heidi Super Babes. Yeah, yeah. 
Natasha, Natasha and Liz. Liz, he put them together. Oh. Got them their record deal. Yeah, I never knew that. That's really cool. And I'd love to see OMD. I, I, I know. I think they are still touring. I think they still mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Things. But I love this one because it just makes me feel dead happy, and I can run around in a circle dead fast. And then like a <laughs> like an atomic bottom. Yes, um, good, yeah, just just running as quickly as possible. Um, and it it did a while in the UK. It charted at number eight, but it charted at number one in Italy, Portugal, and number two in Switzerland. So it did okay. It did all right. Um, and there's some remixes of it as well, which you should probably go and check out because actually some of them are really good. One of them including Sash. So oh. it was OMD versus Sash. Hot Chip have done a remix of it. Um, and there's a slow mix of it, which it's kind of got like that feel of if I was at a retreat, I wouldn't be running around really fast. Mm-hmm. I'd just be like chilling out. Listen oh, to okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, good, good choice for your Thank first you. 80s. What about your 90s? What are you going to give to us? See, I'm really glad that I picked this. And I think Peter might have appreciated it. I'm not 100% sure, but he's not with us. So we, we will never know until he listens back and goes, yeah, I totally get it. Um, but the year is 1995, I think, because when I looked into it, one of them said it was 1993. Then it said it was 1995. And then it says it's 1997. But I actually think it was 1995 where it got its main release from. Mm. Um, so he is called Paul Masterson. And he is a Northern Irish DJ and record producer who is best known for recording as Yamanda. Which I don't know if you'll know who you might. Yeah, sentence mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Yes, and part of the duo Highgate. Mm-hmm. But in the nineties, he was recording as Men UK, mm-hmm. and the song is Passion. Can you So, obviously, I'm a Wigan head. So, and I always said, actually, if I weren't from Wigan, I probably would have been from Glasgow if I was going to be born anywhere else. Because Glasgow people get it with dance stuff. They're all obsessed with dance music. They're obsessed Mm -hmm. with people like Scooter and things like that. Like, it's massive and crazy. You've got a massive rave scene up there. I don't know if they've still got it now, but back in the day, it was. So, it was either Wigan or Glasgow for me. And obviously, I just popped out in Wigan. Um, But dance for us in Wigan. So, we had Wigan Pier. We had Maxime's. People would go on, like, um, cruises. Like, you'd go cruising around in cars. So, not, like, cruising for... But a gay cruise. Yeah, so not a not a gay cruise. You'd, you'd literally just go like on a cruise and loads of cars would just follow everyone and you end up in a big car park somewhere and everyone's just like dancing um, to all that kind of life. And Men um, UK, which I do use in my classes, obviously, because it's just absolutely incredible. There is not one time I think I will ever hear this song and not instantly just get up and start dancing my ass off because it is so, so... I actually thought it would have been used in an aerobics class. It has that kind of beat to it. But I do think, though, was the guy in the video drugged? Well, I mean, possibly. He was just lying there and she's like, yeah, yeah, just like feeling him up. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I call them like wailing diva songs because it's like, (laughs) it's the big voice diva vocals on, on a beat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very typical of the 90s. And there's remixes of it. It was on a lot of compilations. It did get an official release and it got number 15 in the UK. Um, but it's always the OG version for me that I just, I can't not. And then when it builds and it just like holds onto it a little bit and then it kicks in, I just literally, like, if you were not going to dance near me, get out of oh. my way. Oh, my word. I need to hear this again. Like I have heard it, but mm. what I'm, go- I'm like I'm now making a playlist. I'm gonna have on tomorrow when I go to work. Oh my god, you will be walking fast. You'll be so excited. <laughs> You'll get to work that quick because it is just Ten so minutes. good. <laughs> yeah, you oh, will. God, right. Well, that was your nineties. It was my nineties. Oh, I'm dead excited. What's your noughties? Oh, so my noughties might be a curveball. I, I I absolutely love this artist. I love everything about her. And I love everything that she kind of like stands for and how cool she is. Um, the year is 2002. 
and it is the fourth release from her third album, and she's just an absolute goddess. There was a Basement Jacks remix of this song, which was heavily played over here, mm. which is why it charted better for her in the, the normal charts. But the original version for me is the album version, and... I remember first time I heard it, I was around my friend Gemma's house and she lived in Skem at the time, right? So we'd all gone round. She was sat on the floor and she, we were that excited. She tried to do like a backward roly-poly, but she, <laughs> she winked herself. So then she couldn't breathe. But then we, we just carried on dancing anyway because we were all just like, oh, she'll be all right. And we were just like literally going mental for it while she was struggling to breathe cold up in the corner yeah left her just left her we just left her and we just like i was like grab some more pizza yeah um (laughs) she's a weak one don't touch her she's weak (laughs) just leave her she's all right she's got massive boobs um (laughs) that's why she's winded herself no that's not why she was winded herself Uh, the song is called for my people by missy elliott What a tune. Yo, this is for my motherfucking club heads. You feel me? But my, it's just, there's so much about it that I, and I do use it in my class, but I have to use obviously the clean version because there's mm. some choice words that I, mm. I, I hate in songs, uh, in like rap music and whatever. That I just never change. So I, I change the word to mucker if like, if it ever comes on an anywhere where I'm hearing it and it's got mm. the not nice version, um, I change it to mucker because it, it fits. <laughs> Uh, but the rap with Eve, Eve, oh my God, is just incredible. I think my favorite line from it is where she goes, show me some love, strip off your clothes and take off your socks. And I'm like, yeah, take off your socks. Does Missy Elliott ever age? No. Well, do you know what? That woman looks unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. I mean, she never, she was never an ugly person. No. Um, no. And I like the fact that she embraced her size and was was authentically herself yeah. yeah but now she looks like a completely different so she had to she had to lose weight for health reasons she was right. told like you are not going to be long for this world if you don't try and make a difference to your to your lifestyle and mm-hmm. stuff. so i think that was the her main focus and i like every now and again she just keeps coming back with stuff and she'll kind of go it might not be commercially humongous but i don't care and she still gives you a production in the videos that's what i absolutely love about her i don't know she's very 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 private she doesn't talk about her private life i always thought she was family i thought she was a lesbian i did but i don't i don't think she's not i don't think she's ever confirmed or denied or talked about any relationship which is you know every credit to her i just want to know yeah, just let us know. Just but then that's clever for her, if not, because I'm assuming she's got like a big lesbian fandom, maybe. That, that mm. you know that where they where they write stories about people. Yes. Like her having sex with Pink. Queen Latifah. Oh. Not Queen Latifah. <laughs> I was gonna say Queen Latifah. Queen Laquifa. Queen Latifah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, everyone. So Anyhow. the 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 basement jacks version got the to the UK singles number five. Mm. And I do like that mix. It's it's not like I don't like the mix. It's just the OG is better for me. The OG uh, made the UK hip hop uh, top spot. Oh but she did okay. she did do very well with the song elsewhere. Mm. Awesome. What about your now track? So I thought I was gonna be the one that's like bringing the actual most recent now and apparently I haven't done because people have brought out uh, tracks from this year. So I've gone from the year twenty twenty three. From an artist that I think I do continuously say I absolutely love, and I still don't think she's had her moment yet. Mm. Um, I think she has produced some great pop songs. I don't think she's peaked at all. I just think it's timing. It it will be timing for her. Um, But anyway, so this was released as the lead single from her second studio album, which I think is an absolute pop banger of an album. Uh, Diamonds and Dance Floors. 
and my most recent choice is by Avermax with Maybe You're the Problem. Like I saw Ava Mac, oh, with Peter, wasn't it? Nice, yes. brilliant, absolutely. She's brilliant. good, very she's underrated. Good. What is uh, the what's the sample that's used in this track? Because there is it is based on the sample, isn't it? Is it really? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm just going to listen to it now. I just absolutely, I just love it. It was grotesquely, in my opinion, um, it never reached the number that it should have done in the charts. It actually only reached 83, number 83, oh. in the UK charts, mm-hmm. which I just think is repulsive, and you really piss me off. Um, <laughs> but she did do much better in many different countries, getting top spots and top top fives, top tens and stuff. Mm-hmm. The main reason why I really, really do love this song, so last year I went through like a bit of a lull of going to a specific place that I teach classes at, St. Helens. And um, <laughs> there's a couple of classes that vibe brilliant, but there's some people that just don't like fun or happiness or vibes or having a great time and they like to mourn about every tiny thing. So I was just like listening to some music in and this song came on and I was like, do you know what? You're exactly right. It's not me. it's you it's you so i'm gonna turn up every single time now and i'm actually everything's just gonna bounce off me someone comes at me and goes paul these lights and it's got not my problem paul the music's a bit too (laughs) gonna go louder it's gonna go louder are you you gonna be like batfink like literally your wings are like a shield of steel it's just bouncing off me and all i hear in my head is Maybe you're the problem. Look at yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror. Point yourself with your little pinky fingers. You are the problem. And it just literally gets me through. Get in my car. Making that journey to that the, that center. And I just go, everything's going to be incredible now because I've just listened to this song. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to bat off every single thing that comes at me. I'm going to be positive, And if you are not going to like it, that is your problem, Sheila. I'm totally with you, Pauline. On that album, though, there's another song called Weapons. Yes. Stop using your words as weapons. Yes. That's absolutely amazing. She's underrated. And she it's is. a crime. It is a crime. And, like, she's featured on other people's songs. Like, she did one, I think it's Tiesto that did Motto. I don't even know Motto. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Champagne bottles. And she's released a single this week. It's with um, Kygo. It's called yes. Whatever. Yeah. And it's got a little bit of a sample going on there. Very clever. That's the one that I've got. That's the one that's got the sample, not this yeah. one that you've mm-hmm. chosen. Oh, yeah. Good choices, Pauline. Well, thank you very much. Oh. We've, got, we've still got a few, a few followers to, to read out. So who would like to go? We're up to Adam Robert, who is was one of the fellow DJs on Kids Being Radio, who is um, he's joining us. Who wants to read his out? I'll read this out. So, Adam Robert, 80s has gone for, we're the kids in America. Whoa. Whoa. Thank what? you very much. The 90s. Da, 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 da. Let's go, girls. Love a bit of Shania. I feel like a woman. Shania. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the noughties. The Sweet Escape. Gwen I quite Fabani. like that one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for recent, Pretty Places, Ali and AJ. I don't know that. I don't know that one, but I do like one of their other songs. I like the... I don't uh, know who Ali and AJ are, but I don't know this. Potential Breakup song is the one that I like. Okay. I will go with, but Simon is... I don't know what Simon is because I can't see the rest of his thing. But Simon is buzzing for the 80s song Amazulu, Montego Bay. Oh, I like that one. Tell me what it goes like. It's a cover. It's um, you've got talking. They, they were a group of kind of girls, Rastafarian dreadlocks. They did money, man. They did a cover of money, money. Yeah, and man, oh, to Montego bit. That's not how it goes. No, but okay, I will. I will look into it. Um, I'm really liking his nineties choice because it is the Venga Boys, and we like to party. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. 
buzzing. Naughties is Rachel Stevens' Some Girls. Again, it is such a good track. And finally, Troy Sivan with Rush, which I do like that as well. I am here for that. Mm-hmm. And we've also got Northern Fantasy UK who's just given us two love hearts. Two hearts. <laughs> Thank you for that. Then we've got, we've got, who wants to read out Alban? Okay, so this one is at Spinning Alban, I think it is. Um, Kylie is the queen of joyous songs. So for the 80s, we have, I've got to be, got to be certain. Love. Okay, anyone just pick me a key and I'll try and hit it, okay? Go for it. Uh, so we've got the 90s. What kind of fool do you think? Okay, as well. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, Naughties. I think, Tim, you want to do that one? Uh, the naughties is, hold on two seconds, caller. I'm too busy doing... Looking at pause. Yeah, I was actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, naughties is... You normally sing this one. Yeah. Your disco. There you go. Your disco. <laughs> your disco. Need you. Oh, Beautiful. That was Fabulous. so beautiful. I'm gr- I'm biting the inside of my cheek till it bleeds. <laughs> Graham is just going... <laughs> Friends having that Millers and Black Sorry Alban Sorry Alban Okay so For his recent We have Haram Haram I hear it A bit of a reset Let's be honest Graham Please read out the last one But don't sing Well actually There's two There's two more I've got a wee extra one That I'm going to have to Quickly say Oh cool but I'll, I'll read this one out. So this is from uh, Fernando, Retro Pop Boy, lovely Fernando. Mm. Um, and he said, and his 80s track is Breakout by Swing Out Sister. Breakout. That's a great track. There it is. Um, uh, he, he shares your 90s track, which is Don't Worry by Kim Apple Day. Yes. His naughty track is Getting Up With You by the Yeah Yous. Don't know this one. Is it not the Yeah Yeahs? And is, I don't know. I'm just... if, if Is it the Yeah Yous? I think there was a, a, a band called the Yeah Yous. Oh, I don't know. Yes, we'll oh. have to look that up and be educated <laughs> by Fernando. Um, and his recent track is Never Felt As Good by Retro Pop Boy, of course. Of course, I have oh, heard his that. own song. Yeah. Plug, yes. plug, plug yourself, honey. Plug yourself. I, I have a friend uh, who was joined in, uh, Mr. Jeff Ellison, who was listening. Um, he's got 1980s, Walking on Sunshine, Katrina and the Waves. Mm-hmm. Cheers, uh, for his 90s, he's got a bit of Dina Carroll and Ain't No Man. Oh, oh days. His 2000s, he's got Another Chance, Roger Sanchez. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And his recent one is Rita Bora and Anywhere. <laughs> oh, I like that song as well. He also tried to to shoehorn Texas Summer Sun in, um, oh. and and then another one that I I can't read because he spelled it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so my last one is actually from my auntie. Oh, oh. oh. auntie Janice. She decided so she's Lolly Jan two thousand and three, <laughs> and all I'm going to see Janice is why is there no any Donny Osmond tracks mm-hmm. oh. because she is oh. like a a Donny Osmond like super fan. Okay, okay. Super fun. But anyway, her 80s track is Modern Love by David Bowie. Do we oh, know love? This? Yeah. 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 Very good. Oh, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Um, so, and her uh, 90s track is Waterfalls by TLC. Oh, love it. Good. Love it. Yes. And the naughty track is Smile by Lily Allen. Oh, oh yeah. And her now track is Unhealthy by Anne Marie and oh, Shania Twain. Oh, oh, oh yes. Good. She's, she's well cool. She's a bit of a hipster. Oh, that's everybody's good choices now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah had some good ones there. This well, is gonna be a good playlist. It is. Well, that well, that's the end of part two of our first episodes oh. of twenty twenty four. Oh, has it left you wanting more? Yes. I said, has it left you wanting more? Well, yeah. you're not going to get any more, but you know, oh. you'll in the future. But until next yet. time. Until next time, we just need a bit of a rest. Yeah. So until next time, I just want to share a personal story with you. Oh. Um, so, so fellow pub gays, if, if you know the words, please join in. Oh. Okay. All right. Hey, gaydies, have you ever had a man go away for business, come back with a tan, comes home late at night from work? You cooked him dinner. Now you feel like a jerk saying that he doesn't have time to eat. He's not even hungry. He wants to retreat to the bedroom. He said his head hurts. You're only making love in radical spurts. Mysterious falls and the phone goes click. You say to yourself, I'm going to hit him with a brick. Ain't no way he could be cheating on me. I wonder who brought him those BVDs. Dressed to a tee to go hang with the fellas. Over the guys and I'm getting jealous. Coming home smelling like perfume. Things that make you go. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the only part I know. And weirdly enough, a black and red ladybird has just flown and landed <gasps> on on my. I can't show it you because I'm. What does that mean? It. Are they poisonous? Yes. Mm-hmm. Call an ambulance. Paul is going to have an anaphylactic shock. Can you see it? Yes. Oh. Smash it. No, don't. Not, it's life. No. Put it out of the window. Got a shock. Okay. Oh, ask it in its choices quickly. 80s, 90s, naughty now. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Find this and all our other pop, other other blah, blah, blah. You can do that if you want to, or <laughs> you can find all our other episodes by searching. So, I think, I think my did you see, has did you see felching? Felching, yes, you can felch yeah. us at your leisure. Um, you can find this episode and all the other episodes of felching and docking <laughs> and rimming by searching for pop games of a certain age on your podcast provider of choice.